Hello. Hi. We start that every time. I know. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) We sound so cheery like we actually are happy people. (laughs) No, I'm actually just like a ball of nerves right now. I don't know why. I don't know why either. It's that kind of day. Yeah, I guess. I'm just going to drink my can of wine. Yeah, the can of wine should help. It's actually a rosé and DNA today. It is rosé and DNA today. Rosé all day. Yeah. I don't. What is this brand? Prophecy. That's like. In a can. It's a prophecy in a can. Prophecy in a can. <laughs> Ooh, goddess uh, of fortune. Oh, that's pretty cool. The artwork is actually beautiful on this can, too. Isn't it pretty? I know. Yeah. That's yeah. really nice. So, um, as we said, even though today it's rosé, this is Chardonnay and DNA. I am Rachel Nalavango. I am Becky Barnes. And this is our podcast. Let's get let's get at her. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we talk all about DNA. Um, a little bit of true crime, a little bit of family craziness lots of wine lots of wine oh yeah i mean this is we actually have wine now we do the very first two episodes we did not have wine no we were just recording but then you saw wine i saw a bottle of wine in the the garbage can okay so we were like we must this must be okay yeah it's okay now so um yeah that's what our podcast is about and we are still terrible at opening up for it but i know especially today i just gotta it's that kind of day I know. I gotta, like, I don't know. Shake off those nerves. Smoke a blunt or something? I know. <laughs> I doubt they would allow that in here. Oh, come on. But, I bet. <laughs> but. Crazier things have happened. I'm, I'm actually sure that it, they have. <laughs> the people in here are super, like, chill and Chill? Relaxed. Yeah, come yeah. on. You don't just get that way. People aren't just born that way, are yeah, they? Well, yeah, I'm sure there Maybe are people. normal people. <laughs> yeah, imagine not being riddled with anxiety every day. That has to be. Oh God, what a life. <laughs> what a great life. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's our podcast. Um. Do you have any corrections or anything you need to talk about before we go in? I mean, I noticed that in my first, ep- like our first episode, but the one where I spoke, so the very first, um, I kept thinking that like 1970 something to like 2005 was 40 years. I think I was thinking that it was... 2015 not 2005 I kept saying I kept saying 40 years 40 years then I went back and listened and I was like god damn it well here's the thing one I'm bad at math so I'd have never picked that up oh good and two I feel like 2007 was only like five years ago yes (laughs) yes like 2005 was like 10 years ago yeah false false so yeah apologies I, I know there are people i probably would have been one of those people that would have been like cussing me out in Becky, my car this is not right you're like yeah so <laughs> whatever I, that, I think that's it yeah how about um the saga with your ring um it is still it it's coming it's arriving okay. in within a couple weeks nice yeah so very excited i'm excited i want it the fuck back on my finger yeah absolutely I, like it does i've realized that it does it does help like Mm -hmm. uh like our field is like social work we're Mm -hmm. meeting with individuals so sometimes having that ring on makes guys like back the fuck off yeah yeah that's why some of our coworkers wear fakes oh yeah absolutely yeah so yeah so i I have people are very bold they're very bold and for some reason like knowing that i'm engaged or married or whatever makes them less bold sometimes sometimes doesn't it's not a foolproof plan no no um yeah well that's good i hope it's soon and we can update everyone on how beautiful it is whenever it comes in thank you what about you what's on the mind um no nothing 
Okay. I mean, really nothing. I'm just very, very tired. Um, it's been quite a week. Yeah, it really, it really has. Yep. <laughs> Is Drinks it, another what, glug of wine. As you sip your wine. What can we blame it on? Can we blame it on uh, Mercury Retrograde? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing? Or, I don't know, leap year? Let's blame it on both. Okay. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, tell me a story. I'm going to tell you a story, so get comfy. Okay, I'm comfy. Uh, in case you all didn't know, International Women's Day was yesterday. Woo, women! Yeah. yeah, so hell yeah, women. Yes. So in honor of that, I decided to bring to you two very, well, two different stories about three very badass women because fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, I just want to talk about some... People who have done some amazing things with DNA. Are we Are we one of them? No. Are we in the story? No, oh, damn it. We are not in the story. Okay. <laughs> I don't even think we didn't even make that. the top. We're not even in the top million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe next year. <laughs> even that's a little bold to assume. Hey, you know point. what? Um, so <clears throat> I just want to give uh, our usual disclaimer. We are not scientists. We know jack shit all about DNA. Um, but we sure as shit love talking about it. Sure shit do. Yeah. Um, and if we're wrong, let us know. And in this, uh, I just want to give a content warning. There's some mentions of death, um, very kind of violent descriptions of the death, mentions of suicide. Um, so just all around, if, if that is not your jam, uh, please do not tune in. I don't want to offend or hurt anybody. So... I'm going to jump in. You ready? Let's do it. Yep. Okay. So DNA is now often used to solve crimes and murders, and the use of genetic banks from ancestry and genealogical sites are causing breakthroughs in solving these crimes. They now have access to DNA from potential relatives to find the suspects. That's a big deal on this show, and that's where we get a lot of our that's stories. kind of the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this is right up our alley. Yes. Uh, it's unbelievable and amazing. But oftentimes, as happens with most true crime stories in general, the victims are just forgotten. They focus on the killers because that's what we're interested in. And the victims and their lives sort of fall to the wayside as we discuss everything. I mean, we're guilty of that, too. We want to talk about the killers and what they've done. Uh, so today we're not doing that. Ooh. Uh, today we're going to talk about the victims who aren't able to be identified. Okay. I'm ready. There are tons of cold cases out there of victims that they don't know who they even are. They're unidentified. They have not located any family. No one's come forward to claim these bodies or say, hey, I know who that is. And there is a giant database of essentially all of these cold cases that will never, could possibly never be solved, especially because we don't know who the victims are. In their lives, and we can't tie it back to any connections. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So two elder women were, I, they called them elderly in this article, and I wanted to scream because it was just really annoying. Oh. Um, but so I said elder because respect, you know what I mean? Oh, I thought you were going to say like they called them elderly, but they were like 40, and you oh, were no. like, what the fuck? <laughs> no, it was, just, it was just the way they highlighted that. It was just kind of annoying to me. Like, what's their age matter? They did some awesome shit. Like really shit. cool things. Yeah. yeah. And even, yeah, it just doesn't matter. They probably wouldn't say that about a dude, I'm just saying. Yeah, they wouldn't. No. They wouldn't. This dude did this. That'd be about it. Yeah. But, you know, because they're women. Yeah. Either way. So, two women were having absolutely none of that shit. 
So Dr. Colleen Fitzpatrick and Margaret Press are the founders of the DNA Doe Project. Okay. And before I even get into this, I really just – I have to explain to you how badass this is. Like they found this little niche that needed to be solved and they went full hog to try and figure this out and help these people. Margaret Press is a retired linguist. She's a computer programmer, a crime novelist, and a very, very proud grandmother. She also happens to be an expert in using genealogy to crack cold cases. That is so cool. And yes. she's a linguist? Yeah. Yes. Just all around amazing. That is so cool. Okay. Dr. Colleen Fitzpatrick is recognized as the founder of modern forensic genealogy by most people. So first off, that's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. She's worked on dozens of cold cases using genetic genealogy analysis She's helped the Phoenix police solve the Phoenix Canal murders. What? Yep. And she's also been the forensic genealogist for several historical projects, including identifying the unknown child on the Titanic and exposing Holocaust literary frauds. How fucking cool. Oh, my God. Is that not amazing? Yes. She's also uh, the founder of another, uh, another organization that does find suspects. I think it's called Identifindables. I didn't look up a whole lot on that. Okay. Um, I'll touch on that a different week, but really cool. She just, they're just, they blow me away. Yeah. So the DNA Doe Project focuses on what many law enforcement officials have been unable to solve historically when trying to solve a cold case with an unidentified victim. Instead of focusing on the suspects, they focus on those who have lost their lives and have yet to be identified. They bring closure to the families of those who have no clue what happened to their loved one, and they use genetic genealogy to identify John and Jane Doe's through an all-volunteer organization. Wow. Insane, right? These people are just giving their time to try and help these other people. Yeah. That's just – I'm going to keep saying badass because that's all it is. Wow. Some of the best genetic genealogists in the industry volunteer for this organization, and their goal is to reunite the John and Jane Doe's with their families and give them closure. They have become a go-to organization for law enforcement and medical examiners across the country. And according to the Wikipedia, they identify victims of automobile accidents, homicide, death by unusual circumstances, and persons who have died from suicide under an alias. Hmm. Which happens a lot more than you'd think. I was just going to say, like, is that common? Is that... I didn't know it was until I read this. But there are dozens, if I'm sure more, cases where people have you know, died by suicide and left a fake name. Wow. So, yeah. I'm going to talk about some of the notable cases they've been able to identify victims of, just two of them, and this is where some of the graphic details are, so that's your content warning, so buckle in. In Troy, Ohio, a body was discovered in a ditch along a roadway 37 years ago. Do you know where Troy is? You're from Ohio. I don't. It's probably really super tiny and or in the south. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just – it's like when someone says, oh, you're from Pennsylvania. They expect you to know everything, and I just did that to you, so I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You don't know where Troy is? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Are you even a native? Yeah. You're not really from Ohio. (laughs) Oh, you know what I did think of? I don't think in any of the podcasts we have said where we're – like, where we are. Oh yeah, we're uh we're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so sorry about that. Like we, I shared where I was from. I did not share where I was from. I was, that is one thing I meant to do like as a correction. Like oh sorry, you might want to know like where the fuck we are. <laughs> <laughs> or 
maybe not because sometimes maybe you don't give a shit i yeah. don't know it felt relevant to me sometimes i don't give a shit that i'm from here no but i mean that's where we are so. yeah we're in pittsburgh yeah anyway fuck you in troy ohio i don't know who, where that is <laughs> i literally almost looked at it was like fuck you and the browns <laughs> but like <laughs> this is not a sports podcast <laughs> and that does not <laughs> i'm sorry troy ohio i didn't mean it no no i take it back yeah we're real sorry i'm sure it's a lovely town it's probably great but i heard there's a dead body there's a dead body 37 years ago so maybe not so great Mm. uh the woman had been strangled and showed i just jumped right into the goriness sorry sorry. uh the woman had been strangled and showed blunt force trauma to the head in 1981 she became known as the buckskin girl because of the distinctive buckskin jacket that she was found wearing I should have looked this up because I don't know what a buckskin jacket is. Well, it, I mean, is buck, it like, like deer? Like a deer? Like deer skin? Like, yeah. That's I just... what I'm using my context clues. Yeah, but at the same time, how would you just know that leather was definitely deer? I don't know. Anyway, so buckskin. <laughs> Look it up if you want to know because yeah, I'm going to. We don't. Um, no one came forward to claim the slain woman as someone they knew, and law enforcement had been unsuccessful in their attempts to identify her. DNA profiles of the woman were uploaded to uh, CODIS, and she was listed in the National Missing and Identified Person System database. It was also uploaded into the federal DNA database. So apparently there really are databases like that. I always thought that was a joke. Like a myth. Like on NCIS, and they're like, oh, we're going to just upload this and see. I just assume. You're like, there's not a database. It's not real. So apparently in some aspect it is real. It is real. Okay. And there were no matches in that either. Facial images of the woman were released, but no one came forward. Really quick. Her facial images were fantastic. Whoever did them, they were very relatable. Uh, When they did identify her, it looked very similar. Hmm. Have you seen some of these facial reconstructions? I've seen them. Why are some, like, really bad? They're so bad. Oh, shit. And I don't mean to, like, rip on anyone's work. I'm sure that shit is hard as hell to do. Yeah, but, like, sometimes, like, they're just not good. No, they look like... Do they look like super creepy? They look like an alien was described what a human is supposed to look like and they drew it. Does that make sense? <laughs> like- yeah, wait, real quick. My phone's over there. Can I see your phone? Yeah, I want to look up like a bad one. Yeah. Um, there's some really, really bad ones. Oh, yeah, I should probably unlock it for you. Yeah, please. But yeah, so really, really bad ones. And I just don't know how anyone is expected to identify a loved one from some of them and i get that they're working on what they can you know what they're given yeah and they're doing great work and i don't mean to minimize that at all uh but they just sometimes do not look anything look like, like a human yeah do they look like shrek <laughs> yeah they don't they look, look like shrek <laughs> here you can scroll through some of them okay uh they're okay. just not Let's see. And it seems like the drawn ones are beautifully done, but the computer animated ones look like really bad computer animation. Yeah. Like. Keep scrolling. They get worse. Okay. It's just. In, so, you know, if you want to look this up while you're listening, don't do it if you're driving, please. Uh, but they're just really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> If you could all see Becky's face right now. This can only be described as like a scarecrow with dentures. Yeah. That yep. is terrifying. Yep. At that point, just just post the picture of what you found. Not Just don't even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, for fuck's sake, like 
It's just an absolute horror. Sh- what? Oh my god! These are just. <laughs> They're real bad. These are so crazy. It's real bad. These look like um. This looks like uh. Isn't there like a movie? Is it Stepford Wives? Like yes. they're like robotic. Yeah. Or doesn't that look like one? It does. It oh does. my god, that is wild. So okay. again, I couldn't do it. I definitely couldn't do it, and I'm not trying to say I could do any better because mine would end up being a stick figure, and you'd have to figure it out from there. Okay. Yeah, but, but listen, it's just really hard to identify because it's so hard to define facial features on skeletal remains or something like that. How yeah. are you supposed to tell? Well, some of these are. Have you heard of the Uncanny Valley? No. So what the uncanny valley is, it's like um, when something uh, is trying to be human, <gasps> but like it, but it misses it. Like there, there's something about the eyes. So that's why people um, get freaked out about like, oh shoot, I'm not going to be able to think of a good Is this example. like real life or is this like a story? Okay. So the Uncanny Valley is a concept first introduced in the 1970s by a professor at the Tokyo in- Institute of Technology. So basically it's like when like animation is is trying to be like human-esque, but it's not. Oh, I thought you were saying it was like in real life you see like that that person I saw in Starbucks that freaked me out with the ha 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 ha. It's okay, it's kind of like that. It's like I I'm explaining it really badly and now I of course I can't think of like a good example, but it's like something is tr- some image. Oh, that's that's one. The Polar Express. People find that movie like very unsettling because they look the characters look almost human, mm-hmm. but there's they're not. There's something off about it. Yeah, so like just in our like in our like genetic like in our dna we're just like oh like why like what is that so we like reject it yeah yeah okay yeah i can see i think that's why some of those drawings like are so upsetting because yeah they don't they're missing that like human quality quality. yeah eventually i will tell you all the story of the starbucks person Uh, not today because i'm already freaked out and i can't go back to being super paranoid yeah it's like they almost have this like robotic quality and like they're trying to trick you that that you're like they're human but they're not okay yeah so all right so yeah either way uh dna was given to the dna doe project and they were able to use it to identify a relative of the victim in a public genealogy database the buckskin girl was identified as 21 year old marcia king of arkansas they were able to get in touch with her mother, and I'm about to make you cry. Oh, wow. Okay. She's lived in the same home for the last 37 years, and she hasn't changed her phone number because she hoped that her daughter would someday return to her. Oh, God. She never reported her as a missing person because she thought she just ran away. Mm. And how fucking sad to have never left because you're scared your daughter is going to come home and you're not going to be there. And I feel like in the 80s, like, that was kind of the thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. they – people didn't report other people because it's a runaway, yeah. you know? And, like, police sometimes didn't take that seriously right. either. Even when it wasn't, oh, there's another runaway. Yeah, they're just, they just ran away. Yeah. Yeah. Or – yeah, or, like, wait, oh, they got a boyfriend. They yeah left town with them or with some friends. Right. It was a different time. Yeah. And they didn't know any better, so – yeah. She was never reported, but police believe that Marsha was in Pittsburgh. No shit. Yeah. Hey, full circle. And then Louisville in Kentucky okay. in March of 1981, the month before her murder. Hmm. There's no leads as to who killed her yet. Wow. Yeah. But the mother thing really got me. Oh, yeah. Like, just... She's uh, just waiting. Poor woman. She's just waiting with no answers, and now she knows her daughter 
you know, at least she knows what happened. Hmm. So some sort of closure, but not enough. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, well, like who did it and why? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So here's pictures of her. She is beautiful. Um, That's the drawing of her and then her actual picture. So that one, they did a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. They did a really good job. Yeah. Isn't that – yeah, I know. It's really sad. Yeah, that's – and how old was she? 21. Oh, she's just a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the notable cases. There's a ton, by the way. I just picked two. Yeah. Um. So if you are interested, there's tons of information online about this. And the next one is the Corona Girl. So on th- – here's the thing. When they – Name Jane Doe's, John Doe's, they come up with, like, a sig- significant thing on the body or around them to kind of, like, identify them. So they're okay. not all just Jane Doe, blah, 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 blah. Right. So this was, so like, the buckskin. The buckskin jo- girl, the yeah. the jacket. This girl, the corona girl, because of the t-shirt she was wearing. Okay. It just depends. They pick some kind of, like, physical thing, and that's how they identify them then. Okay. So on September 25th, 1989, the body of a woman was found on the side of Interstate Highway 35 near exit 277 and Jer- – nope. Uh, <laughs> Gerald, Jarl, Texas. They're all going to be real pissed now. You, you did your best. Yeah. If anyone from Gerald, Jarl, Texas is listening, <laughs> Jarl, let me free, know. Feel let free me know. to correct us. Yeah, let me know how to say it. Uh, she'd been dead for about two weeks when they found her. How did not... Okay. A whole different story. Yeah. For, that's 14 days, everyone. Yeah. That she was on the side of... I don't know. It doesn't say she was in a ditch. It literally just says she was on the side of the road. And how old was this person? this girl i haven't really revealed that okay okay um they found her and she was wearing a promotional t-shirt for corona beer that she had cut up and made look all cute okay um and that's how she got her name the corona girl she'd been killed by a gunshot and it was ruled a homicide Uh, through dna testing and genealogical research they were able to identify the girl as 17 year old sue ann husky who her family had lovingly nicknamed sissy her family had reported her missing and had never found her, and now they have closure for their loved one, and the police are able to conduct more interviews to potentially find a perpetrator. So that's the big thing there. Mm-hmm. Now they have connections, and they can try and figure out who was with her, what happened. Well, yeah, because when you don't have an identi- identity of the victim, you can't trace that person. Right. Like, yeah. you have no idea who they talked to last, where they were last. Like, yeah. Yeah. You you have to have that first. So this, yeah, I mean, this is a huge. A big deal. A huge, like, development that yeah. these people are doing. And then I have a picture of her and the drawings that they had done. It's very difficult. Her family, I don't think, would have been able to tell from those pictures. I I don't think so either. They're not. They're not like the creepy. worst. Yeah. They're not super creepy, but they they don't really look like her. Yeah. 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 So that like if is... I were related to this girl and I saw these pictures, I w- I would not. No, absolutely not. And I'll post all of these on the Facebook and the Instagram so everybody can see them. Yeah. Aww. So if you're interested in more of the projects that the DNA DNA doe project is working on you can visit them at dna doeproject.org and there's a ton of great information on there that's awesome so i wanted to ask do you have any cold cases you'd like to see them solve oh shoot well i think i so i'm just i'm like on this ted bundy (laughs) kick yeah because i watched um we talked about this um a couple episodes ago about how i watched that thing on prime about Mm -hmm. like it's a falling for a killer. It's a, a little mini series about like the women, yeah, um, who, you know, 
I don't want to say fell for Ted Bundy because it makes it sound like they were tricked or like, something. Well, yeah, it makes it sound kind of like they were at fault and they weren't. Like he was just that good at his With thing. With his unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand why people think he's attractive in the slightest. I, I think he was like, he was like 70s attractive. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to hard nope you're gonna that. Hard, you're going to He hard. looks like the seagull from Finding Nemo. Oh, shit. Or no, not the seagull. The, uh, the, um, the seal with the unibrow. That is Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm never going to look at that seal the same way. I, yeah. Maybe the seal is a serial killer. <laughs> Anyway, um, and they are always had guessed what like they they've confirmed that he killed so many people, so many women, but there are so many more. Yeah, um, they think so. It would be really interesting, I think, to know more about the victims from him that we don't know about. Right, like any unidentified. Oh yeah, that... because they think that it could have been like hundreds. I mean, yeah. they they think that. It could have been way more than what they actually yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. What about you? The Boy in the Box. Ooh, tell me. I don't know that one. Really sad. Um, and I really love this case. It's very old from 1957. Oh, wow. They found um, a little boy in a bassinet box, dead, and they have no leads as to who he is. Really? He's very, very young. Like a baby? Um, No, he was like a small child okay you know don't i don't want to say the age because i'm probably gonna be wrong yeah um but not like a baby like probably old enough like old enough to speak you know Um, where was it great question okay wow yeah and And they just uh, had they just know nothing they know nothing there's no there's there's theories okay but the theories are just no i want proof i want to know who that is and why no one has claimed this boy and 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 back then he he was if you'd see these pictures he was just this sweet angelic looking little boy and they actually released the photos from his autopsy like his face oh god to try and see if anybody recognized him because back then they didn't have yeah they were so limited yeah and they still have dna available from him wow so they would be able to do it if they could give it to the doe project and maybe identify a distant relative yeah and at least have some kind of idea so is that like and they people always kind of joke about like ancestry and d or twenty three and me like that their DNA is like being saved and blah, oh it blah, is blah. right so is that the kind of thing that it goes into then yeah like, you got you got to read that uh that those, that warning real close those, yeah I bet you do I didn't so, <laughs> I'll be the first to tell you I it's, don't it's really funny because I always laughed about people who would be like oh I'm not gonna do that because they're gonna keep my d- DNA you know and. They're going to be able to use it for like, whatever and clone, clone me. me yeah. Um, and I, I'm just like, okay, get your tinfoil hat. Like, yeah. that's not <laughs> – that's not. but f- really, though, like, they are put into a database and you can run them through genealogy searches like this. They're cracking cases every day yeah. using this. Well, yeah, I mean, so, like, the Golden State Killer. Yeah. We, we've yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Which we'll do one day. We're going to do together one but day because that's, that's yeah. a heavy case. That's a huge one. So, um, yeah, so – I hope they can maybe do him because I would – I don't know. That just bothers me. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, like this unclaimed little kid. Yeah. And where – do you know, like, where they found him? Like, was he – I think it was in the woods. Wow. I don't read it up often because it disturbs me. Oh, like, yeah. there's not a lot that disturbs me. Like, I'm – I don't want to say I'm, like, I'm hard. Like, I'm hardened. Like, no, but, like, that one for some reason just really tugs at me. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it's like a – it's an unclaimed kid. Yeah. Like, 
who and do you do you, what's the cause of death um i honestly i don't remember but in the pictures he was like there were like wounds and stuff on him oh, and it was God. very sad okay so yeah so that's that's the dna dote project nice. and keep an eye on them because they're gonna do amazing things that's sweet yeah and then i have one more badass woman i want to talk about so this woman could not take no for an answer when it came to solving her loved one's death. Okay, I'm ready. And just a certified badass again. On October 13th, 1984, Angela Samoda, if I am saying her name wrong, I'm so sorry. That's how I'm reading it. Uh, Angela Samoda was attacked, raped, and killed in her apartment after returning from a night out with friends. She dropped them off, went to her boyfriend's house to say goodnight, and then went home. She'd been repeatedly stabbed and died from wounds to her heart. Her boyfriend had called the police stating that he had received a phone call from Samoda, but it had been disconnected while they were talking. For a while, the police had suspected the friend who went out with her and her boyfriend, but none of the evidence pointed at either of them, and the case fell apart and remained untouched for 20 years. Damn. Sheila Wysocki and Angela Samoda were best friends in college, and by all descriptions, they were polar opposites of each other. In personality, uh, Sheila was a shy freshman, a psychology student who couldn't, who didn't drink, and she didn't go out and party or anything. And um, Angela was an outgoing, bubbly girl who liked to go out and have fun. Sheila described her as beautiful, intelligent, and having a great personality. And so, for whatever reason, opposites attract attracted, and they were inseparable. The death rocked Sheila, and she eventually dropped out of college until. Um, she just she just couldn't handle it, you mm-hmm. know. It just wasn't working. Dude, I get it. She was a stay-at-home mother of two, and she, you know, got married after college and, you know, did that sort of thing. And uh, one night she was doing Bible study. She was just in her house reading the Bible, and she said that she turned and looked to the right for some reason as she was reading, and she saw Angela standing there. Holy shit. Just smiling at her. And she didn't say anything. She just saw her standing there and smiling at her. And she wasn't sure if it was a ghost or if she had fallen asleep or what was going on. But I guess she vividly remembers this. And it triggered something in her to start digging again to try and solve her murder. Oh, my God. Okay. Crazy, right? Yeah. So, like, this is all sorts of stuff. I like, like, ghost stories. Yes. And, yeah. She was like, hey, remember me. Yeah, like, hey, figure this out. Yeah. I know you can do it. Right. So really cool. Um, I don't know how many cases we'll talk about where a ghost is the one that starts the... And the fact that she was, like, reading a Bible when this yeah, happened. Yeah, they like, said the so... passage, but I am not religious, and I don't remember what it was. That is just wild. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, serious divine intervention. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, She started to call the police department, begging them to reopen the case, like, just badgering them to open the case again. And she called and called. And she was told that some cases aren't meant to be solved. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. What is... <laughs> what? Right. Who the fuck? What an insensitive fucking prick. Why? Like a, a cop said this? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy or gal or person. I would have been them. like, well, some cars aren't meant to be run. And I'd go slash his tires. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fucker. Some cases aren't Some meant to be. Some noses aren't meant to be broken. Isn't, Fuck you. Isn't that like your job to yeah. like 
that every case is meant to be solved, so fucking solve it. Yeah, I also wow. said that totally wrong. I meant like I was going to punch him in the face, but it came out like, I'm not going to break your nose. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I didn't even catch it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know someone at home would have been like, hey, Rachel, you know. <laughs> um, you did that wrong. You did that wrong. Um, wow. Yeah, so fuck that human. Okay. Uh, but you know what Sheila did? She also said, fuck that shit. Good. And she pushed on like the badass that she is. And slashed his tires, hopefully. I want to say that she didn't actually say fuck that. Like, I didn't read that anywhere. But obviously, by her demeanor, she was like, go fuck yourself. Oh, I bet she did, though. I bet she was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And by what she did, she made them go fuck themselves. So she got her private investigator's license. Oh, no shit. She went big time. Wow. Yeah. How do you get a license in that? I don't know. And I didn't dig because I was just like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Is that something I can get like at the community college or something? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Call uh, Allegheny County. No, no shit. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So she started working on like small cases to get some experience, but the whole time she was working on solving her friend's murder and it paid off because the police knew she wasn't going to give up. And they reopened the case. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Now, you know, someone gets involved. That's that's the thing. Don't – when you believe in something, don't stand down when people are telling you you're not going to make it or you're not going to – like, fuck that. Oh, that my God. That pisses I, me off so bad. And I bet those cops gave her so much shit, Oh, too. so much shit. Oh, my so God. Much shit. Here's this – Yeah. Here's this nasty woman. Again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I did. That was good. So uh, they opened the case and retested the DNA that was found, the DNA evidence that was found on her. And through those efforts, they identified Donald Bess. This asshole was already in prison, serving a life sentence. He is just a whole piece of shit. Okay. So just, uh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. He is about anyone getting pissed about that. He sucks. He deserves to be in prison. What else did he do? He had already been convicted in 1978 for aggravating sexual assault, Hmm. aggravated sexual assault, and aggravated kidnapping. And he'd been sentenced to 25 years in prison. And uh, that was, what did I say, 1978? Guess when he got out on parole? Oh. Just uh, guess. Something fucking ridiculous, like 1984. Holy shit. You got the year? Did I? Yes. Because they always do shit like that. Yeah. What drives me completely bonkers is when uh, these criminals, like, don't – they don't even get – they get less than the life of the person who they victimize. Mm -hmm. So, like, say this guy, like, did whatever to a Mm 20-year-old and he gets fucking, like, 10 years. Yeah. Like, gets out in four. Yeah. Like, you ruin – right. Exactly. Yeah. Broken fucking system. Yeah. Wow. You're rehabilitated in a whole six fucking years. Good job. Oh, yeah. Okay. But then there's, like, tons of people of color – in jail mm-hmm. because of like pot and yeah, shit. A little, little bit of weed. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, everybody else profits off it right now. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm so annoyed. Fuck. Uh, yeah. I'm mad. We're on some shit today. I'm mad now. <laughs> <laughs> I was anxious and now I'm just mad. <laughs> Good. Use that anger. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, when he got out as a rehabilitated man, mm. he raped and murdered Simona. Oh, my God. That rehabilitation works so well. So well. Oh, Donald, good job. Yeah. I just want to say that I fully believe in rehabilitation, but we don't fucking do it right. There there are ways, and I'm not saying that everybody can be rehabilitated. Let uh-huh. me just make that clear. There are people who are just fucking Bad horrible. Bad news, yeah. Bad to every part of their body. 
but there are people who really do need help and yeah. can be rehabilitated but not this fucker the, i just want to say <laughs> i was listening to my favorite murder and they you know they often talk about like these cases from like the 70s 80s which i think that's kind of mm-hmm. that's where we are um <laughs> one of the hosts karen she was just like did a portal to hell just open <laughs> in like 1975 and i'm like that's so fucking true yeah there's some wild evil ass shit yeah like just... <laughs> and this guy Donald... ask anyone who believes in the satanic panic and they'll fucking tell you oh that. my god like seriously just like there was a crack there was like a crack in the in all the assholes in the... just rose yeah out. they just came out <laughs> Like this Donald fuck. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, fuck him. Yeah, for fuck real. Fuck him. Okay. So he was already in jail for life because he was convicted of another case in 1985, mm-hmm. so a year after he took her life, mm-hmm. of aggravated rape, aggravated kidnapping, and sexual assault and was serving a life sentence for that. Uh, during the trial, other women came and testified. This is the trial for Angela. Okay. They came and testified that he had been they had been raped by him. Ugh, of course. And his ex-wife testified that he was a piece of shit. Yep, he abused her and their children during the marriage. They were only married for 3 years and lived like a life of hell during mm-hmm. that 3 years. And thank everything, thank the gods, thank fate, whatever that she left his ass because fuck. Yeah, that would have been a hard thing to yeah. Escape. Yeah, especially in that time too. You yeah, know? it was like 1969. I think she said mm-hmm. it was whenever they were married or something. I'm probably super wrong on that, but I feel like that's sticking out in my brain. Okay. Uh, so during the DNA match, she was found guilty by the jury on June 8th, 2010, and received the death penalty. And he appealed the mar- appealed that on March 6, 2003, but the sentence was upheld, and he is still on death row in Polunsky. Polunsky. I. Uh, fuck all if I can say that. Polunksy. Wait, when did he when did he appeal? Uh he was only found guilty in two thousand ten. This is recent that they found his DNA. Oh wait, the when did he appeal the death penalty? In two thousand thirteen. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's still on death row. There's there's no set execution date. Okay. So he's in Polunksy prison. I have that fucked up, but whatever. Well, hopefully it's in hell. Yeah. I hope it is hell. <laughs> I hope it's a hellish prison. So uh, Sheila was going to retire after helping solve her friend's murder because that's why she did it. Yeah. But instead, she continued to do a private investigation at her own firm, which is called Without Warning Private Investigation. And she also has her own podcast. No shit. Yes. What's her podcast? Uh, it's on her website, which is SheilaWysaki.com. I will make sure to post it. That is so cool. Yeah, she also has her own podcast, which I thought was really, really cool. I wonder if it's about like, is it about like her job? Probably. Probably, I would yeah. think. That's you know? awesome. So just Sheila. Sheila a little bit there. Yes. Another badass woman. That's that's fucking awesome. So this is Angela. <laughs> She's so pretty. She's so pretty. I just. It's. And she has like kind eyes. Yeah, and yeah. a beautiful smile. And then this is Sheila, our badass. Oh my God, of Sheila! The week. Let me. Let me just yeah. frame that headshot. Yeah, and right. Make an altar shrine to you. Yes, absolutely. Aww. So that's Sheila. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's my cases for the week for International Women's Day. Awesome. Women are fucking dope, man. Yeah, absolutely. Keep doing fucking great things and. Yep. 
Fuck the patriarchy. Damn you. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost like we lost half our listeners. Half our listeners right there. Well, what are you gonna do? Whatevs. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, padded room. Padded room. Do you have anything? I went to see Birds of Prey. Oh, tell me. I fucking loved it. Did you? It was so good. Okay. I keep seeing all this shit about... I mean, I'm really late to the game. Don't get me wrong. It's been out for a while. Uh, but whatever. So yeah. I keep seeing a bunch of shit about like how it's not a good movie. And I was like, you're all fucking wrong. Everyone of you wrong. It was beautiful. Oh, my God. I, I felt so fucking pumped after watching it. Just nice. like these awesome women. Again, International Women's Week. So, you know. Cool. Or day. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just very, very good. Like, it should be a week. It should, yeah, it should be a fucking a month. So... Birds of Prey was fantastic. The soundtrack, like all the music, just certified bangers the whole way through. Nice. Okay. <laughs> and um, just very like, I watched it. And if if I had granted, it was probably not very child friendly. Um, but had I watched that as like a teenager, it would have been like very empowering to watch. Okay. So I like it. Yeah, really fucking good. Can we watch Cats together? The horror that is cats. Yeah. I just want to watch it and like rip on it the whole time. I cannot. So <laughs> I have a really big problem with the hands and the feet. See, in that oh, movie. perfect. Wait, perfect example of Uncanny <laughs> Valley. Yeah. Yes. That is that. That's exactly it. Yeah. No, I just. Ugh. Yeah. No, it's creepy as shit. Yeah. And I just. It just seems like a total shit show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. We but... can definitely watch it and drink wine. Okay. Yay. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Fantastic. Um, my padded room is so I I don't know if anyone's familiar with Jamie Lee. Um, she's like on Girl Code, that show, really funny show that was on MTV. Um, but she wrote a book called Wediculous, and it's about like all the trials and tribulations of her wedding planning and just like mm. what bullshit some of it is. Yeah. And, like, um, so I've been listening to that on Audible, and it's really it's really helpful. It's just like funny. It's um, you don't necessarily have to be planning a wedding to read it and think it's funny like if you have been married or you know someone that's getting married it's just like she's really tongue-in-cheek and just like silly and she's just like fuck it do whatever you want that's how it should fucking be yeah and she she said she said like um that one of her friends was like yeah i mean if you can get through being engaged you can get through anything and honestly i mean it hasn't been hard it's not like it's been hard People put so People much put pressure. so much pressure on the it. The wedding isn't even for the bride and groom anymore it's or not, the partners yeah. anymore. It's for the people coming and I hate that. I do too. And ours is totally for us. Like that's my big thing. Like I'm not – like whatever food we have is the food yep. we have. Fucking eat it. I don't yep. care. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing exactly what we want and keeping it small and mm-hmm. – and that's that's all I care about because I'll be damned if I spend like all this fucking money just on. to make everybody else happy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so you, it's a really good book. You need to watch the episode of Adam Ruins Everything about weddings. Okay, it's really good. Okay, it's really good, and you're gonna go, "What the fuck?" I'll, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah, Keep them coming. Great. Also, a uh, quick sidebar: I bought my dress for yay. Yeah. Is it the one you showed me? Yeah. yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah, okay. Good. Very cool. vintage looking. And yes, I wouldn't expect looking. anything else. No, a little bit witchy. A little bit witchy. We'll throw that in. Got there, a little yeah. bit of witchy in yeah, there. Yeah, you got to. Nice. So yeah, dope. Fantastic. Well, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we release new episodes weekly on Monday. 
uh, if you could please press that subscribe button on whatever platform you're yes, using. Yes, rate, review, and subscribe, please. Yes, please. It really helps us get out there. Yes. Uh, we want to keep bringing you great content uh, and reaching awesome viewers. Viewers? Listeners? <laughs> <laughs> viewers with your ears? Viewing with your ear ears. viewers? <laughs> that's, you're all ear viewers You're all our now. ear viewers. That's, that's what you are now. Yep. Uh, so, um, also join us on face, Facebook. Facebook? Fish. I'm not. Facebook. This wine, y'all. <laughs> oh my God. It's just one can, buddy. I know, right? I'm a fucking cheap <laughs> Eat date. Eat some salt and vinegar Pringles. We're done. So I can be Not as... like chomping it in the mic. <laughs> oh God. No, I can be as destroyed as i want to right now so, uh-huh. <laughs> um join us on facebook at chardonnay and dna twitter at chardonnay dna because i couldn't fit all that in the twitter handle cool uh and instagram at chardonnay and dna for photos from the episodes and to reach out uh make sure to email us any family dna stories or any cool uh stories you see online that you yes. want us to cover and we uh, did get a suggestion somebody did suggest something yes and i'm depending on what it is if it's more like crimey or whatever yeah. Um, one of us should definitely do Absolutely. it in I'm the next. Absolutely, I'm so down. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and make sure to email us. So chardonnay and DNA at gmail.com. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.